is Natasha, and you are now listening to Let Me Touch That, a place where it gets pretty real without all the office jargon. Who wants that? (laughs) Ah, If you are not here to hear the truth or my version of the truth, then this is not the place for you. What problems are we trying to solve here? Nothing. (laughs) Enjoy. Welcome to another episode of Let Me Touch That Podcast. I am your host, Natasha, and we are doing a continuation, a part two, if you will, of Money Talks and Walks. Take a listen. Um, So when I think about like new money, I think about rappers. Yeah. Or into people in the entertainment business because they don't have something. Um, if you think about just in their song aspect, not in them having like an actual production company or, yeah. you know, like mm-hmm. studios or nothing like that, mm-hmm. but just them putting out. I'm just I'm signed to a label and I'm just putting out music every time that it's time to put out music. I think about that as new money because they take the money and they spend it. And then they're like, wait, I don't have nothing else coming in. So now I got to go and try to do something to try to get that money to come in or whatever. Yeah. So I usually look at old money versus new money like that. Yeah, for sure. And I'm trying to be one of them old money people. You got to keep the money. I wanted to keep just coming in just mm-hmm. without me. Like I said, my company is on its way to where I am just going to be a board member. Yeah. Like, <laughs> I come in with my flip-flops on because mm-hmm. I live in San Diego. Mm-hmm. Come in with my flip-flops on and go, yay, or nay. nay. And oh, then no. I'm going to say, are we done? <laughs> you know? I'm going back and sit on the beach. Mm-hmm. Like, that's how old money I would like to be. Yeah. and that's. I want to be like Stan Lee a little bit where I just appear sometimes. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, like a special different... appearance in your own Yeah, in, your in own my movie. own thing, right. Yeah, yeah, in your own like, and, and, and some, like, parts of it. Like, people, like, they're excited when I come because yeah. they're like, oh, my God, it's Natasha. Mm-hmm. But that whole old money mindset is, like, what I kind of want to do. And people thinking that old money has to only have been started years and years and years and years, but they don't know that when you first get into something like a company or anything, if you have something that's longevity that people need or want, mm-hmm. and you keep evolving with that, mm-hmm. you turn into old money. Yep. I wanted to ask you about like, with you having your own business with your dad, mm-hmm. and then you doing uh, financial advising as well, mm-hmm. following in the footsteps of your family and, your, and like your dad's success, mm-hmm. right? Because your dad, yeah. he the man out here in these streets. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he the man out here in these streets. And for him to have set you guys up in such a way mm-hmm. to go, okay, this is what my success looked like. Mm-hmm. And now that you're in this financial advising role, how is it that what your dad taught you, following that footsteps, you kind of jumped into this lane and went, that was a good idea, but actually we don't do that anymore. And have you been trying to convince him mm-hmm. that things have changed? Oh, yeah. Following the footsteps of family success. Yeah, that, it's difficult because uh, like we talked about, that was how to measure success. It was mm-hmm. the old way, you know, having mm-hmm. the job title or just even having a good job title in a company mm-hmm. with, a, with a good salary. Like mm-hmm. I'm head of marketing or head of whatever. You know? That's how my parents measured success. So they always tried to implement that on us. Go to school, get a good job, yeah. get a degree, get paid well, feed your family. And that's what my dad thought success was too until he as he got older he 
started evolving into the entrepreneurial things, starting his own businesses, his own companies. It showed a whole new level of what success can be. And not uh, to say, people, that success isn't these job titles, because yeah, you can yeah. still have these job titles and be successful. We're yeah. talking about in the money aspect of yeah. it. Yeah, it puts a whole different perspective on what you thought should be mm-hmm. and as to what they could be mm-hmm. you know because even growing up like before my dad was becoming that entrepreneur it was thinking myself was okay well i'm gonna go to college i'm gonna get my degree i'm gonna go work for a company and i'm gonna have my good my good pay my good house and mm-hmm. and i'm i'm set i am living the american dream mm-hmm. but no that's that's not that's not how i feel it is. Yeah. You know, yeah. so following footsteps, it made me work that much harder knowing where we started to where we could end up being. Seeing how hard my dad worked, I just knew there was a different way of doing things. You know, mm. not, it's working smarter, not harder. Yeah, that's my philosophy right you there. You know, it was hard to get my dad to see that because he was the old school way of it's got to be. Put your head down and grind. And yeah. No yeah. shortcuts type of thing. Yeah. You know, so to... to He's to, still going to the post office to mail his bills off when you like, I can pay him on my phone now. Ex- exactly, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Pretty much, you know. Yeah, um, yeah. Uh, still, still has a checkbook and shit type of thing, you know. <laughs> He's still best. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> to try and show him new things, it, it, it was difficult. But as he's getting older and it's becoming a little more and more harder to work harder mm-hmm. he's starting to realize okay you know what there, there there is different ways there's different outlets for to not work as hard but as smart yeah you yeah, know yeah. and that's where i come in to continue the footsteps that right. he's leaving you know to pick up where he's gonna leave off yeah and just continue that's generation that's generational generational wealth. Wealth. yeah continue building off of it. now that you're in this like finance world what is it that you wish you had known when it came to like networking being more extroverted that typical entrepreneurial stereotype or stigma of being very like to yourself and mm-hmm. having not having a lot of friends and mm-hmm. you know, i would never guess that <laughs> well i mean i guess once i get comfortable you you got every time i ask for something you like i know a guy i'm like how <laughs> yeah, okay yeah, yeah yeah well so you know i mean but that's just being around mm-hmm. so much you know being doing doing so many different things and you know, yeah, I meet a lot of people. I'm very shy, I guess, at first. Mm-hmm. You mm-hmm. know, I wish I was more extroverted or, you know, like with with networking. And I think I could have a lot more bigger of a network with connections and pe- with people if I was more like, oh, hey, how you doing? More open when I meet someone at first. I have mm-hmm. to kind of like warm up to you, get to know you type of thing before. You know I'm what, like, though? The secret is, is that all of us do. Like, really do. Like, we think that we can see these people that just jump out there and just start talking to people. Like, I am that person. Mm -hmm. I am the type of person that I'm really quiet in the beginning. And a lot of my friends would be like, you lying. But if they really think really hard from when we first met, I never said nothing. Because I'm very observant. Mm -hmm. That's, like, my thing. I'm like, I have to look and see, like, Mm -hmm. what's going on, what you're going to say, how you're going to say it. And then kind of go from there. Mm -hmm. But I think... When it comes to being an extrovert, I guess, in the world of networking, it is warming up. Because they're just as shy, too, meeting you. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, like, we, we're we always in our own heads about, like, oh, it's no, I'm the shy one. Mm-hmm. I need to, like, warm up to them. And they're just thinking the same thing. The only thing is, is that some people get faster in being comfortable than others. Yeah. 
that's what I would. That's what I can say. Yeah. yeah. Some people can just like turn it on right into it, but they're in the car sweating. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Before they got out the car, they knew they was going in yeah. to meet ten people, and they was sweating. Yeah. In the car, yeah. the guy said, "Hey, can I park your car?" And you like whose car? Yeah. <laughs> oh, I forgot that. Yeah. Because yeah, you're so nervous yeah. trying to go in there, but some people know how to um, like shake that off or mm -hmm. like to make it a little bit faster. Um, for myself. The only thing I need to do is to see how you act or yeah. react to certain, to certain things. things. Then I know what level to turn it on. Because mm -hmm. even sometimes I meet somebody and I could be quiet the entire time. Mm -hmm. Don't say nothing. You won't hear a peep out of me. But especially if I know I need something from you or you have something that yeah. we can mutually do, then I'm turning it the fuck on. Yeah. Same. Like if I, if I, I don't want to say if I find use for you, mm -hmm. you know what I mean? But mm -hmm. if there's, if there's something that, can be beneficial for the both of us, then yeah, there's definitely. You ain't got sugarcoated. That's you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> if I benefit, no, 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 that's you. <laughs> you ain't got sugarcoated. Tell the truth. Yeah. But I mean, it really is because we we do everything that we do. I don't want to think of it in a transactional type way, mm -hmm. but it is. Mm -hmm. Even being friends mm -hmm. with your friends, it is transactional. Mm -hmm. It's not money mm -mm. transactional, but there is something that I need from you and you need from me in that moment. That Even if it is just call and just talk to them, mm -hmm. I need your ear. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I need to use your ear for a second mm -hmm. because that, that is what we're doing. When it is, I think when it comes to networking for myself, it's more of what use mm -hmm. do you have for me? Because not every networking moment is going to be a best friend. Yeah. Because that's a different type of use. Mm -hmm. That's a different type of use. So when it comes to who that person is that's in front of me, I heard the reason why I'm being introduced to you right now is because you know a guy that knows a guy that I need. Yeah. So I'm using you to get to, get to that to person. Right, yeah. right. We don't like to use that word because people then feel like, oh, it's a manipulation tactic. Yeah. Blah, blah, blah. But it really is what it is. Yeah. I mean, that's pretty <laughs> yeah. much what networking is. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Seeing yeah. who you can meet that's going to benefit you and your business or whatever it is that you want to do. So now that you literally are meeting new people all the time yeah. doing this, what have you found to be easier? The Zooms. That's because that's how you got to do networking nowadays. That's been a lot easier, I feel, because you don't have to get up, go somewhere, that anticipation of being somewhere and being around a bunch of people that you don't know or mm -hmm. you're going to meet. Um, I, 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 like, I like doing the Zoom, you know, because mm. you, 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 can, you can be with a group of people without being in front of them yeah you know um you can mute yourself you know you can hear people mm -hmm. you can still hear the people and and then just you know do your own feedback and the piece of you know if you don't want to talk to them then you don't really have to talk to that person you yeah. know, or, or you know deal with the person because there's no as soon as the zoom meeting ends it ends there's no staying behind and talking to other people mm -hmm. it's quick you put your information in the chat people save it if they want to talk to you they'll grab your information and they'll call you later yeah i like them both i do i, I never really got to net, do the whole networking in person because everything shut down yeah like right right when, it was right when you're starting yeah. Yeah. yeah yeah that makes sense let's talk about myths about taxes, yeah. retirements, right. stocks versus long-term investing. Because mm -hmm. right now, stocks is so hot. Yeah. Uh, the, the, the whole Robin Hood and Stash thing yeah. we were talking about earlier. Like, 
stocks are so hot right now that people are making other people feel guilty for not investing. Mm -hmm. I get why people invest. Also, I get why people don't. Because you have some people who are in that right now phase. Mm -hmm. I need money right now. Mm -hmm. Me putting in money. Somewhere else. Somewhere else. I ain't got it. Mm -hmm. Even though I do have it, mm -hmm. you know, physically, I have the money. But do I need to, can I wait on that long return? Yeah. Because stocks is, is is something, some people put it into, I'm just going to keep my money there uh -huh. and then watch it grow because yeah. they just like to watch money just yeah. go up and down. Or some people is like, I am, what, what they call them, day traders or something. Mm -hmm. Those people mm -hmm. who just kind of put in something and then take it out really quickly mm -hmm. and put it back in mm -hmm. or whatever. Uh, for myself, I think investing isn't trading all the time no so yeah there, there's definitely differences so yeah with the myths of taxes okay so a lot of people think like oh if i file my taxes and get all these deductions and you know that's the way to do it, mm -hmm. it no it's not i mean yes it is yeah yearly but it's also about planning your taxes so what is that planning your taxes you're looking you're looking at the future Mm -hmm. And how and what the tax rates are possibly going to be by looking at the past, right? Interesting. And then you want to to go through your finances in a year mm -hmm. and try to figure out where you can get get the most out of your money in taxes by not paying it. So deferring taxes. I years call it to, the Donald Trump Center. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Deferring <laughs> yeah. your taxes for yeah to the future. Yeah. You know, so you're not paying it, paying as much right now or mm. if any. Mm -hmm. um, and it's just about having the right planner to look at the tax laws out there and the different tax solutions. Because anyone can just go and say, hey, here's my paperwork, file it. Right. Which is basically basically HR and block. Yeah. H and R. Yeah. HR block, right? Yeah. yeah. Um, you go in there, you give them your W-2, they put the information in mm -hmm. and... Here's your. This is what you're gonna get. Something you can do on TurboTax. Got it. it. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Some people do it on TurboTax, <laughs> mm -hmm. and then you, they ask you, okay, well, what did you spend for work here? What mm -hmm. did you spend? You know, whatever. What deductions can I get? Mm -hmm. And people think, oh, wow, okay, I got a lot of money back, or I got, I don't have to pay as much money. Mm -hmm. But it's also looking about to look into where you don't have to pay those taxes mm -hmm. and deferring it for years on. Retirement's very important, so there's a lot of myths about retirement. You know, a lot of people are just guessing what they need. Oh, how much I'm how much did I spend this, you know, a, cer a certain time period. Mm -hmm. Okay. And say the last 10 years, how much did I spend the last 10 years? How much did I save? And then they'll add, try to add that up and try yeah. to guesstimate what they're going to need for the next 10 years that they project to live or whatever right when it comes to to retirement it's about it's about putting money away not just in savings but going back to creating money working for you oh yeah, yeah, yeah. you know what i mm -hmm. mean so there's always a constant flow and then and then it also is about how you spend it and how you going back to, again to taxes yeah you know how what are you going to use what kind of tax strategies are you going to use so you're not paying all this money on this income that you have? Yeah. Having the consistent growth in, in, in your savings mm -hmm. and planning and preparing for it, retirement. Right. Instead of, you know, you, you got to do it now instead of trying to do it when you're a year or two 
from retiring because then it's just going to be more difficult because then now you have to put money away in retirement because yeah. you didn't plan for it. And, and now and I, you're watching what you're spending. Exactly. That makes sense. So I, <laughs> It's I get, going back to that savings thing. Exactly. Because like I said, I, I'm trying to think more of like not focusing on saving money, but increasing my income. Mm-hmm. So that it looks like I'm saving money, but it really is just me having more money that's like actually coming in, mm-hmm. even in during my retirement. Yeah, per that's, se. That's what you want. Yeah. yeah, like I'm like, okay, this is how much I would like to come in. My understanding is when you cut the cost, there's only a limited amount of good that that will do. Mm-hmm. It's not like that you can just go around here and like clip coupons out. <laughs> yeah, and then that's your your freeway out of life, right? If I instead just shift my focus towards increasing my income, then I realize that there's no real limit to walk that path. Exactly. So retirement, like. It, 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 yeah, it's just no, not guessing what you need. It's just it's it's everything goes back to basically what you do: planning, organizing. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, and just making sure that you're making the right decisions to put yourself in place to have that generational wealth in the future, to have that income in the future. Mm-hmm. So basically, learning how to invest or yeah. making money through a business. Exactly. Here's another thing between investing in, in, in stocks and how I see it. Mm-hmm. Stocks are good if you're in if you want to get into it. It's not it's not bad, um, but you it's it's that's more of a uh, day in day out money type of thing. You know, if you ha- I feel like if you have the money to get into stocks, get into it. Mm-hmm. If you if you, if you don't, then it's not the game for mm-hmm. you because mm-hmm. if you lose, yeah, you're gonna be scared. Yeah, you oh, know. Yeah. It's, it's 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 like it's like a basketball game, you know. Mm-hmm. Points change every second, every minute. You know, possession is going up and down, and that's how the stock is. Mm-hmm. You could be up twenty points in a basketball game. You know, it starts off great in the day, yeah. but by closing bell, by the time that buzzer hits, you're down. Yeah. You know. Yeah. And if you put all your money, or if you don't have no money, and that's all your money, mm-hmm. you're scared. Yeah. You know. Um, and long-term investing is just, you just got to wait it out, wait it out at the end of the year. Yeah. You, it could be a down year, mm-hmm. but wait another year and it could be up. Yeah. You know, there's, there's, there's 120 years worth of history to say that long-term investing is, it's always up. Yeah. In, in that time, there's only been two, two presidents that left office while it was down. Reagan, Reaganomics, right? Yeah, yeah. And good old W. Yeah. Junior. Yeah. You know, yeah. they're the only two in history to have a, to leave office when it's down. Yeah. Everybody else: Obama, uh, Trump, Clinton, uh, uh, George Senior. They all left with positive growth in the market. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, when we do our illustrations, we like to show a twenty-year period. Mm-hmm. And we, now, to go back to Trump, this is unpopular opinion mm-hmm. and still would never be a supporter of his. <laughs> but when I do think about that, going into like investing or whatever, that being up, people have to understand where it was down. Mm-hmm. So they know that what up looks like. Now, it, it's not saying that, don't get me wrong, we we in some shit. <laughs> yeah. We in some. But 
like you said, it still was an up period mm -hmm. of where it was. Yeah. Yeah. So going back to earlier or going back to last year in 2020, right? Mm -hmm. um, if you were playing the stock market game, when you woke up March 17th, Mm -hmm. You were scared. Mm -hmm. Everything was down. Oh, yeah. And it was going down every day. And fast. Fast. Yeah. We hit a new low. Yeah. But right before that, what had happened? We had hit a new high. Mm -hmm. So every time there's a low, a new low, mm -hmm. there's always a new high. Mm -hmm. You know, there's always a an uphill. Yeah. And waiting right? it out. And, and it's waiting it That's out. That's why it's long-term. Long-term <laughs> investing, yeah. yeah. And I do, a lot of people were coming to me asking me well what should i do what should i do what should i do should i pull out should i pull out it's up to you if you want if mm -hmm. you feel like you need to pull out you have enough to pull out and you want to pull out to to keep you what you think to keep you afloat through this time because right. you're worried right take it out yeah but if you if you don't necessarily need it leave it in i mean it's gonna come back why because it wasn't an economical uh factor yeah it was an outside factor yeah that caused everyone to be scared. Not even scared. You just couldn't do anything. They were so scared with the stocks, they went out and bought toilet tissue. Yeah, yeah. you know, <laughs> bought up the charming stock. So, you know, it, it, <laughs> um, it's just, you know, waiting it out, you know, uh, waiting it out, making sure you're in the game for the long term. It's, yeah. it's, it's a marathon, not a sprint. Mm -hmm. You know, mm -hmm. and if you're in for the sprint, get out when you can. Mm-hmm. You know, it's it's about it's uh, you got to be in it to win it mm -hmm. from stocks. That's, that's how I feel like if you if you want you in order to make money on stocks, you got to be in it to win it. Mm -hmm. And then having and then picking the right ones going in, having an early entrance and the perfect exit. Yeah, because if so you get out too late. Yeah. You lose. Yeah. You know, so it's about having the getting out at the perfect time, the perfect peak. I think. When I when I think about the up and down, I think about Bitcoin. Okay, so I personally am not a big fan of it. Mm -hmm. Why is that? There is no real backing behind it. Mm -hmm. What's the value in it? Mm -hmm. There is no real value. Mm -hmm. it, it's a, it's basically Bitcoin is basically like stocks, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. The value of that thing is going up and down every minute. Yes. And what can you buy with it? No. You you don't know. You can't buy anything with it. Yeah. People are just holding on to it, hoping that in the future you can buy things with it. But right now you can't buy anything with it. You know what, though? For myself, I look at Bitcoin as um, a money maker because I know I can't buy anything with the actual Bitcoin itself, right? Right. But the way it's been on the up and up uh -huh. lately, I withdrew some of it to make, you know, quote unquote, real cash. Right. <laughs> because that's what happens. Like, let's say I put in like $100 and then it, it was so like it 285 like Right. So then I was like, okay, well, I'm going to withdraw that or whatever. But I, I'd look at it too as like a stock that that's meaningless. <laughs> it is because there's no, there's it's, no, again, there's no value behind it. There's right. no money. There's nothing holding that value. Mm -hmm. One Bitcoin today could be a dollar and... Or right now it could be a dollar, and the next minute it could be a hundred. You know, there's no because it's currency. It, there's no, it's not a real currency. Right. You know, but there's I mean, nothing they, holding they have, that value. This, that's why they call it crypto. Yeah. Currency. Yeah. And I think with it doing that, I look at it too like the dollar. I remember when 
you could go to Mexico with one dollar and probably get like a hundred pesos for one. Now it's like one to twenty. Mm-hmm. And just the other day I saw it at like one to nineteen. Like <laughs> it's it's insane. It's going down. So when I think about like Yes, right now, Bitcoin is, like, so exciting and people are, like, into it and thinking about it as a currency, quote-unquote, but a currency that you can't spend or trade with any other currency, if that makes sense. I look at it as something, like, I'm going to put into it to keep taking out, to, like, almost, like, give this my false sense of, like, making some money. Because it is so coming you, out to make yeah, money, yeah, you're, 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 but I know that I so don't you're have no like real a value. Yeah, yeah. Um, you know, I know it don't mean shit. I mean, yeah. I mean, if I mean if the I don't know really too much about Bitcoin, so I don't know really how to use it. But if that's how you're using it, I guess mm-hmm. why not just go into the stocks? Mm-hmm. You know what? And there's like I hear some people say that um, that Bitcoin. Is probably going to be actual currency because remember during the pandemic you go to all these different stores and they're like we have no change we have no money and I'm like okay well where the fuck the money at where the cash at ain't yeah. nobody keeping it in their mattresses no like no it, it grandma it, Agnes know, I anymore. Mean, <laughs> yeah we might not be able to hold physical cash paper cash mm-hmm. coins mm-hmm. but it's still it still has value in that debit card and that credit card. Right. Right. Um, because there's gold behind it. So I'm like, is this something it. that's going to... Um, um, that's true. There's gold behind it. Yeah. You can actually physically I forgot. hold the gold. Yeah. What I forgot can about you that. hold with the Bitcoin? That's yeah. my thing, is that there's no intrinsic physical value in it. Yeah. There's there's a bunch of intangible values to mm-hmm. it. Mm-hmm. But nothing you can physically feel, see, or touch. And that's why I, I I don't basically pretty much don't want to get into it because I don't know what's going to happen with it. Yeah. And, you know, so that's that's the thing. Like, there's so many current cryptocurrencies coming up to like which one is going to be the one that's going to be hit. And it could you. I mean, prob- probably because, I mean, there's different uh, currencies in the world, like the American dollar, the Mexican dollar. Mm-hmm. You can exchange rates mm-hmm. right for it. Mm-hmm. So I'm, if they can figure out a way to do that, then I mean, I guess the current the, the, those cryptocurrencies are gonna to work out. But as of right now, it doesn't seem like it. You know, cash is king. People love cash. People love holding it. Ask yep. the wealthy; they love holding cash. Yeah, it makes it yeah. gives you some kind of power. How how can you walk around saying, "I'm holding Bitcoin"? You know, <laughs> you know I don't know. Yeah, that is true. I don't know. Yeah. You know what? I I I have to almost kind of side with you on it, even though I have my own Bitcoin, like mm-hmm. piece of Bitcoin, because mm-hmm. mm-hmm. I ain't put 37000 into nothing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so I have like a piece of it, right? And now that I'm hearing you talk about that and talk about it in a way of almost like credit, and the reason why you don't have a credit card, all this shit making sense. Mm. Sam, that's why we friends. Mm-hmm. Cause this makes sense to me. Cause Good. now I'm like thinking about my own. Like, okay, well now I just look at it as a stock game, yeah. and you know, pick out that money into it, but don't take it seriously as in no, I have to have Bitcoin. Yeah. Because this is what it is, and yeah. I think that and a lot of people are playing it that way. You know what? Cause Bitcoin to me is the same mentality people had when credit cards first came out. 
It's like some rich person made this shit up and now had a way to monopolize on that money. Mm. And then they made it bigger mm-hmm. than what it was by putting it into the stocks. That's how motherfuckers was able to do GameStop, like yep. the way they did, right? Yeah. Going, oh shit, GameStop drowning, and I need to buy that $1,200 controller yeah. when y'all bought it from me for five dollars what i'm saying is is that we are the ones the poor remember nine mm-hmm. out of ten people mm-hmm. we're the poor the ones who's making this a big deal than what it actually is we it made is. credit cards a bigger deal yeah. than what they actually were it because it made you we, feel rich right it made me you feel having good. a me having a ten thousand dollar credit card in my wallet right now mm-hmm. is going yo i got ten thousand dollars just sitting here mm-hmm. when it's really not my money mm-hmm. Because you're going to have to pay back. Yeah. You're borrowing someone else's money and you're going to pay back. You're using Damn. someone else's money. And that's wild. Now, I would use someone else's money to make real, tangible investments. Mm-hmm. Buy a property. Yeah. You use someone else's money. Yeah, yeah. You know, mm-hmm. pay them back. Mm-hmm. But because, because I still get to hold that particular... Think the property. Yeah. Right? And then, yeah, you, you're going to pay them back, but... What you're going to make on that property is going to be a lot more than what you're paying. Yeah. Or whatever you can do with that property, whatever you can put on that piece of property. And that's why you get investors when you want to buy a big company. Exactly. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. That's why they put people together. They get groups. Well, Sam, I will say this. I absolutely appreciate you coming on these episodes, because it's going to be two, obviously. (laughs) And... Giving the knowledge that you have in terms of finances and investing and coming with your knowledge in terms of what to do with these different, like tax planning and like all of that. Because I think it's something a lot of people don't know. Right. And Or they have been listening to people they think yeah. that knows what it is. But you should actually go to, use your go time. To yeah. Go to Use your time, go to a professional. Yeah. And let that professional help guide you in a way that can get you just what you need. Right. Because like you said, you're not going to be in the house pulling out your own tooth. Mm-mm. When it's a professional okay. that does that. Yeah. yeah. Put you to sleep. You got to waste that time no more. Yep. <laughs> you're getting good rest, matter of fact. Mm-hmm. So it's the same thing in terms of trying to get some a financial advisor to be on your team exactly. of life. Exactly. exactly. Because you do need professionals in their different parts of your life. Uh-huh. I mean, so people need guidance for mm-hmm. their mental health or yep. just to uh, you know, get where they want to get in life. Yep. It's the same thing. Where your financial therapist. Mm-hmm. Pretty much. That's exactly what you are. Mm-hmm. It's gonna, you know, yeah. help you, guide you, educate you mm-hmm. to get to the place you want to get to. Yeah. Whether that's, that's you know, finishing your goals, whatever it, whatever that may be. You want to mm-hmm. be able to retire and vacation all mm-hmm. your life. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. We'll, we'll try and make it happen. Yeah. That makes a lot of sense. So, once again, thank you so much for coming on here. I got to get you on something else. Yeah, I don't know definitely. whose dog is out there losing their shit, but right. they are. Um, anyway, but yeah, thank you so much for coming on and, um, well, thank you for having me. I'm, I appreciate it. It was, it was great to come on. I'm super, I was super excited when you told me we were starting a podcast. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I'm, I'm excited. Yeah. I do want to say one thing that I want to preface a lot of my comments, you know, mm-hmm. uh, or not preface, but mm-hmm. you no, know, say that, um, don't confuse a lot of this with like legal advice. 
Oh yeah, we you gotta know, make sure. Yeah, don't come. You don't know. go out here saying that. that Sam you got said this. this. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> right. You know, these are Sam my, told me yeah, this, and these and are my these, personal this is, opinions. Yes, these are from my experiences. Mm-hmm. This is some of it comes from the philosophy that I've learned at where I'm at. Yep. Um, and some of it is based off of my own experience, but nothing that I said today should be misconstrued as like legal advice. If you're in Bitcoin, right, right. don't don't. If you're in Bitcoin, stay in it. You know, yeah, don't don't say, yeah. oh, I got out because he told me to get out. And, right, right. This no, is I our make opinion. All this, money. this of, is yeah, my opinion yeah. of what I feel, what I know is going on in the world. Mm-hmm. Um, and and but I mean, studied. you're on my financial financial advising team, so I might need to get off Bitcoin. <laughs> and go <ahead>. <laughs> <laughs> you actually own the team that yeah, I need, yeah, so yeah, I might yeah, need yeah. to go ahead and just get on off it and pull it out, put that into something else. But yeah. Yeah, I, I definitely uh, appreciate you coming on and doing this. So, yeah. Yeah, thank you People, for having me. You will hear again from Sam at some point. Yes, sir. To do something. So, uh, once again, um, you guys go out, spend money wisely, <laughs> and. Uh, <laughs> Don't use that credit card. Don't use that credit card. For dumb purchases. For dumb purchases. Use it for that, what was it? What did we say? That, that water bill. That water bill, yeah. Electricity. Put that, put that auto pay on there so you can get that 5% off. Yeah. I know that's what yeah. Verizon do. Yeah, yeah, for mm-hmm. sure. Yeah, I pa- save money. And then, yeah, paperless pay. Yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm. $5, yeah. Yeah. Save the trees. Yeah. So do that, guys. And I will see you guys next time. Bye. Thank you so much for listening to Let Me Touch That. If you've enjoyed this episode and would like to hear your questions answered, submit your questions on letmetouchthat.com. If you'd like to support the podcast, please share it with others. Post about it on your social media for all we give a shit. Or leave a rating and a review. To catch all the latest from me, you can find all of my social media handles on the links on the website. Thanks again, and I'll talk to you guys next time.